In the beginning, the very beginning, God created heaven and earth and all that they contain. After he had created, he looked at everything that he had made and he saw that it was very good. Our scriptures begin with God looking at us, at all of creation, at man and woman, and loving what he sees. Our gospel today is also about the look of God. One of the most marvelous lines in the scriptures, Jesus looking at the rich young man and loving him. Our gospel today is like a three-act play, and right in the center, the second act, is where we have Jesus, this look that stops the action for a moment. He looks into the heart of the man, and he loves him. The same look of God upon creation is here, looking upon the young man and loving him. But what is this look? What is the look of God? To understand that, we have to put ourselves in the shoes of the man who comes running in to the scene, a dead sprint to the feet of Jesus Christ. The gospel has a whole litany of verbs. It's one of the most action-packed readings that we have. And all these verbs in the gospel are about this young man and his destiny. The young man runs, he kneels, he asks, and then the action pauses for a moment. And we have a conversation between Jesus and the young man. And then Jesus describes what could be the rest of this man's life. Go, sell, give, come, follow. The young man wants to know what to do. What's the next step? What's the action to take? Isn't that our question so often? What are we doing? What's next? Teacher, what do I have to do? We know things, but what do we do? So in this first act of the drama, that's our drama. We are the young man. Why does he come running? He comes running because he needs something. And it's urgent. He comes running because he's drawn by the power of this man. He kneels. Why does he kneel? Because he recognizes that this man is not like other men. He's somebody who can give the answers to the deepest longings of his heart. That draws us to our knees. We don't kneel to ask directions of people on the street. But we do kneel to receive the deepest answer to who we are. We kneel before God. And then he asks a question 
because his whole life has become a question. He has kept the commandments from his youth. He has many possessions. He has everything. And yet there's something missing. And that throws his whole life into doubt, into question. Jesus receives this man. And then he looks at him and loves him. The Greek verb is much stronger than look. It means to see into. It's the difference between looking at someone at the surface and seeing them for all that they are. That's why looks can be so uncomfortable. When somebody stares at you, takes you in, sees what you're about. That's what Jesus is doing. He's not just taking in this man, probably well-dressed, kneeling at his feet. He's seeing him. Jesus sees the man and loves him. This is an echo. This is an echo of the cry from creation's beginning. This is very good. God loves what he creates. And yet, this look is not easy to bear. For God to look in and see us for all we are, that includes our strengths and our failings. It includes what we know we could be and what we are. That's why Adam, after sinning, hides from God. He hides from the look of God because love sees everything. But Jesus is not judging the man. Jesus is seeing him, loving him, and then offers the greatest promise. He offers an answer. Go, sell, give. We have to learn from Jesus Christ where we are to go, what we are to do with ourselves. He says to give away things, to sell his possessions and give them to the poor. Why? Because things can blind us to the look of God. They can hold us down. If we're going to follow Jesus, we have to have a light load. There will be an uphill climb. But we can't just get rid of them. We have to give them. That's why Jesus says, don't just sell. Give them to the poor. Because it's not about not having things. It's about the act of giving. The act of giving ourselves. Only then, Jesus says, can we come and follow. To come and be with the one who is good. Because Jesus told him, only one is good, and that's God alone. Do you want to be with God? Do you want to be with goodness himself? Do you want to travel to the source of goodness? 
That's what Jesus promises. We can think that when Jesus calls us to conversion, it's because we've done something wrong. He never tells a young man that he has done something wrong. But he is lacking something. He is lacking God. And we all do. We do not yet have the face-to-face vision of God. We are still missing God. That's why in this third act of the drama, Jesus presents the young man with the choice. Love doesn't coerce. Love gives the freedom to choose. You can go, sell, and give. You can come and follow. Or, like the young man, you can go away sad. The young man's face fell, we read. The look of Jesus was too much for him. That's where Peter jumps on the scene. Peter's always on the scene. Peter says, look, Lord, we've given up everything. We're doing it. Jesus tells him, whoever gives up these things will have a hundredfold in this life and eternal life to come. But we have to live in the look of Jesus. And now we have our answer. What is this look? What is this look about? How does it affect us sitting here today? The look of Jesus is to see what seems impossible to men as possible for God. Think of your lives. What seems hardest? most difficult, darkest, most impossible. That is not impossible for God. To see the look of Jesus is to take the vision of Jesus, to see with the eyes of God himself. That's faith. And it's to see the world as he sees it, as good and possible, a possible way to God himself. There is nothing to do but surrender to the look of Jesus Christ. That is our happiness. To travel in his company to the kingdom where we will have eternal life. In the prayer at the beginning of Mass, we prayed for the grace that comes before and follows after. That's our prayer today. That the grace of God will come before us. It'll draw us. It'll keep us running to him, kneeling before him, asking him. And it will follow after. It will strengthen us to surrender to the look of love that God has. To join Peter in saying yes to this love. To give us the strength to travel to the kingdom of love.